What if you were better equipped to be at your best in any situation life throws at you? What if you were able to realize game-changing breakthroughs and achieve your goals fearlessly and without restriction? My mission is to help you level up your mindset to achieve peak performance so you can accomplish the most audacious goals you have in life and in business while embracing the highs and lows of every journey. To do that, I'm gonna to explore topics that challenge how you think and help explain why you show up in the world the way you do. By accepting the challenge, you'll think better, you'll feel better, and you'll be able to perform better every day. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Slover, mindset and peak performance coach, business consultant, thought leader, author, and award-winning educator. And it's a good day to do great things. This is the Quest for Life podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to season three of the Quest for Life podcast. I can't begin to tell you how excited I am about 2023. A new year brings with it so many possibilities and potentialities, so many things to look forward to. And this year, we're going to be focusing on leveling up your mindset so you can realize peak performance in everything you do. The time has come for you to set aside your excuses, to put down the baggage of your past, and commit to becoming the best possible version of yourself every single day. I should warn you though, it won't be easy because it's not supposed to be easy. In fact, when you apply the principles and concepts you learn throughout this year to your life, you're gonna be challenged in new and different ways. That's the point. Leveling up your mindset requires a commitment to breaking the chains of complacency and stagnation. It requires a shift in the way you think. It requires a shift in how you think. But when you do, you'll realize peak performance in every area of your life. And you'll be forever changed because you'll become more resilient as you push through the adversity of life and you'll end up achieving things you only dreamed possible. Let's get started. In 2000, Arthur Costa and Benna Kalik published the book Habits of Mind, a developmental series, wherein they discussed the disposition toward behaving intelligently and performing at a high level in the face of challenging conditions or when we're confronted with problems we don't immediately know the answers to. In such cases, we employ mental habits that are most readily available, even if they're not the most appropriate or they don't provide an adequate resolution to the problems or challenges we're facing. In light of this, we have the ability though to level up our mindset and develop better ways or, or better habits of mind to enhance our strategic reasoning, insightfulness, creativity, and perseverance by enhancing our sensitivity to contextual cues in any situation. This heightened sensitivity allows us to employ specific habits at the appropriate time and with greater skill and poise. Now, Costa and Kalik identified 16 habits of mind as ways in which people display their intelligence. From their list, I've identified 10 attributes of what people do when they behave intelligently and perform at a high level in a variety of settings. It should be noted though, that each of these behaviors or habits are rarely if ever performed in isolation. So you can think about these habits as clusters of behavior that when employed consistently can lead to game-changing breakthroughs in problem solving, perseverance, and how we engage with others. Habit of mind number one, persisting. People that are willing to endure until a task is completed or commit to developing strategies to attack and solve problems are almost always high performers. 
While they don't like uncertainty or ambiguity in situations, they're willing to collect information and evidence they believe may help. They create hypotheses, they posit theories about what might work, and they're willing to systematize methods to sustain a problem-solving process over time. In other words, they're not easy to kill. People with the willingness to persist refuse to quit because they know quitting won't solve the problem. And let's face it, quitting's boring. Anybody can do it. If you have a one New Year's resolution for 2023, I strongly encourage it to be take the path of more resistance. Anybody can quit. It's boring. I want to give you an example of, of persisting. About 18 months ago, my daughter was being physically threatened at school. She was being bullied. And it was the first time in her life that she ever experienced anything like that. As her parent, it was the first time I had ever experienced anything like that. And several times you know, early in her childhood, I brought up martial arts and she was lukewarm about getting involved in that. But this actually served as a bit of a springboard to get us involved in karate. And I sat down with my wife and gained her commitment that if we're going to do this, we're going to do this as a family and we're going to do it all the way. We're going to start from the very beginning on through to black belt. And we had to deal with scheduling logistics. We had to deal with the difficulty of the moves and forms associated with karate. And I'm happy to tell you that we're about two months away from uh, testing for black belt. It's been a wonderful experience. Not only do we have the quote end goal in mind, but in looking back, we take so much pride in the fact that we persisted through the various challenges along the way. We weren't easy to kill. And once we realize the ultimate goal, there'll be gratification in that, but there's also gratification in each one of the process goals that we achieved along the way for having persisted. So that's habit of mind number one, persisting. Habit of mind number two, managing impulsivity. Perhaps one of the key differentiators between adults and children, adolescents, and young adults is the ability to deny impulses in the pursuit of a goal. And a lot has to do with the fact that in adults, the prefrontal cortex of our brains, now this is the area that's largely responsible for executive function, is fully formed. Whereas in children, adolescents, and young adults, it isn't. It's commonly accepted that the prefrontal cortex in humans isn't fully developed until about ages 25 or 26, which speaks to why teenagers may be more willing to engage in risky behavior or other otherwise impulsive behavior. Now, high performers know all about this and they think before they act. They possess a sense of deliberativeness and visualize a goal and plan of action before embarking on the journey toward achieving that goal. They're also highly reflective about alternatives and consequences before acting. They, they take time to reflect on answers before giving them. They make sure that they fully understand directions and they listen to alternative points of view. Now, if you think about the development of the prefrontal cortex in terms of self-regulation, it makes sense why children, adolescents, or young adults might engage in risky behavior because the self-regulation mechanism isn't fully developed yet. Uh, we see this with arguments, maybe teenagers arguing with their parents where the self-regulation piece is, it just isn't there in, in younger people. Now, I, I do want to qualify this. 
Make no mistake, there are plenty of adults that don't uh, regulate themselves overly well, particularly in arguments. And there's a variety of reasons for that. What high performers are able to do is they're able to take stock of the situation and regulate their regulate what it is that they say, their comebacks. They're, they're able to navigate this in the moment. That's habit of mind number two, managing impulsivity. Habit of mind number three, listening to others with understanding and empathy. High performers spend a disproportionate amount of time and energy listening. In fact, some psychologists believe that the ability to listen to others while seeking understanding and demonstrating empathy is one of the highest forms of intelligent behavior. I like to view this in, in terms of how versus why. When we observe other people, what we're doing is we're observing how they're showing up in the world. But high performers that listen to others with understanding and empathy are not only curious about how people are showing up, they're also curious about why people are showing up the way they are. And they'll actually inquire as to, uh, as to why that person is presenting themselves to the world the way that they're currently presenting them. And not only is listening to others with understanding and empathy about the words that they say, but it's also about slowing our mind to hear beneath the words of their meaning. In other words, high performers pay more attention to what they're hearing rather than what's going on in their own mind. And we've all dealt with this and done this in conversations whereby we formulate our response or we prepare what we're going to say next before the other person is finished speaking. Not doing this requires tremendous discipline. And whenever we've experienced something like this, uh, or, or on either side, whenever we're preparing this, we, it may be in the form of disagreement. It could be in the form of virtue signaling. It could be in the form of you know, demonstrating some degree of uh, moral superiority. Could be talking about our accomplishments. We've all come across the person that verbally gives us their resume whenever you know, we speak uh, to them. What high performers do by listening to others with empathy, or excuse me, with understanding and empathy, is they really take a step back and get out of their own head and truly listen to what the other person is, is saying. Habit of mind number three. Now, habit of mind number four is flexible thinking. One of the many wonders of the human brain is its plasticity, which is effectively the brain's ability to rewire neural connections um, in the brain itself. While most people prefer what is comfortable and consistent, high performers create and seek novel approaches to problems by considering alternative points of view and dealing with several sources of information, and those sources are often contradictory. In many ways, flexible thinkers have an ability to see the big picture. They orient that way because they understand that in most cases, the information they have at their disposal is either imperfect or incomplete. And because of their commitment to learning and expanding their thinking, they possess the ability to rely on intuition, which allows them to connect the dots others might not be able to connect. Which brings me to the example of nine dot. And if you aren't familiar with this activity, use the Google and, and check it out. It's actually pretty cool. A lot of organizations use it for team building, 
and other problem-solving exercises. But it's basically nine dots, and your, your goal is to connect all of those dots using four straight lines without removing the writing utensil from the writing surface. So if you actually do this on a piece of paper with a, with, with a pen, you basically set the, um, set the point of the pen down and you're making four consecutive lines trying to connect each one of these dots without lifting the pen off of the paper. And as you get into it, the, one of the things that eventually dawns on you is that the only way to connect all nine of these dots is to think outside the box. I'm not a big fan of that expression, but it's true in this case where you literally have to move outside of the confines of the nine dots themselves in order to be able to solve the problem. This is an example of flexible thinking, which is habit of mind number four. Habit of mind number five, striving for accuracy and precision. High performers know that mistakes happen, but they also know that not correcting their mistakes is committing another mistake. And they strive for accuracy and precision by living by the highest possible standards and pursuing a lifetime of learning to possess and hone a laser focus toward the achievement of their goals. Not only do high performers seek mastery, flawlessness, and economy of energy, they do so with an unrivaled stamina. Another way of saying this is that high performance expectations of themselves tend to be greater than any expectations anyone else has for them. And they refuse to live by anyone else's standards because their standards and the work they put into living by and up to their standards are simply more accurate and more precise. Now I want to give you the technical definitions of accuracy and precision. So think in terms of a bullseye. If you are shooting a bow and arrow or you're playing darts and you hit the bullseye, that's accuracy. The ability to replicate that over and over and over again is precision. So accuracy is quite literally being able to hit the target. Precision is being able to hit the target consistently. So striving for accuracy and precision is habit of mind number five. Habit of mind number six, applying past knowledge to new situations. Thomas Edison once said, I never make mistakes. I only learn from experience. And this reminds me a little bit of the beloved painter Bob Ross when he called his mistakes happy accidents. And I'm not sure if that's an accurate comparison, but it speaks to the notion that human beings learn from experience. We can abstract meaning from experience and apply it in new and novel ways across a variety of situations. Think of it this way. When we don't have precedent for something, we can experience stress if for no other reason we don't have any experience to draw from. But as we gain experience, we can draw on parts of past experience and apply it to new and different problems or circumstances. And high performers do this exceptionally well. So imagine you have a puzzle, and the, it, 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 once it's all put together, the puzzle you know, is this composite of individual pieces that, that are interconnected. And if you think about uh, our experience, that's ultimately what this really looks like. And in order to solve problems, that, or in order to solve the next problem, which is uniquely different than the last problem, what we're able to do is we're able to take parts of solutions that we had from um, from past problems and apply it to these new situations. And it, it allows for much less stress uh, in the moment. 
And high performers are really capable of, of pulling this off consistently and working through problems much faster. So that's high habit of mind number six, applying past knowledge to new situations. Habit of mind number seven, thinking and communicating with clarity and precision. It's been said that fuzzy language reflects fuzzy thinking, and I couldn't agree more. And we see this show up constantly in contemporary society when people use words like like or right or you know or um. It's like, yeah, like, right, like, you know. <laughs> High performers strive to continually refine how they think and articulate what they think in both written and oral, oral communication. They seek to continually refine their language, which allows them for an, to have an enhanced facility for critical thinking and gives them the ability to communicate with others based on their learning style, such as using analogies or painting pictures for visual learners. High performers also support their assertions with well thought out explanations, maybe points of comparison and evidence. One example to consider when it comes to this in terms of thinking and communicating with clarity and precision is the reality that we communicate in definitions and whenever we don't share the same definitions, communication can break down. I actually take my students through this exercise when they complain about all of the terminology that they have to learn in classes. I'm like, but you get, we communicate in definitions. And I write three words on the board and I want their knee-jerk reaction as to whether or not they think these are positive or negative. And the first word I put up on the board is consequence. And invariably they say, well, that's negative. And we all know that consequences are simply results of actions. They're neither positive nor negative necessarily. The next word I write is manipulate and immediately they go to negative. I'm like, well, if I'm a manager, can I manipulate my hourly worker's schedule to make sure that there's not additional waste, thereby allowing more money to flow through to bottom line profit? And in that case, that's obviously a benefit. And the third word I write on the board is exploit. And immediately they go to negative. I'm like, but can I exploit your individual skills and talents to put you in the best position to win? Right, so thinking and communicating with clarity and precision is a hallmark of high performers, and that's habit of mind number seven. Habit of mind number eight, imagining, creating, and innovating. All humans possess the ability to generate ingenious solutions to problems if that capacity is developed. High performers demonstrate this by conceptualizing problems differently. They examine alternative perspectives and possibilities from a, a variety of angles. And in many cases, they envision a specific problem and then work backward toward the various potential causes of the problem. They're also they also tend to be open to criticism, at least open to feedback more than the average person, because they know that receiving feedback helps them refine their imagination, their creativity, and their innovative capacity. As I was writing this, one of the first things that came to mind were Tesla batteries. Now, Tesla had a problem in its initial, um, its initial conceptualization of their cars because batteries are heavy. And they ended up partnering with a, a group of researchers from the University of Michigan to develop batteries that are ribbons. And if you imagine a D-sized battery, the canister for these Tesla battery ribbons are a little bit taller and a little bit more narrow than the typical D-sized battery. And if you look inside of the battery, it's, it's a ribbon that can be unfurled. 
And so what they do is they, they collect these and they put these basically in pods and then set them in, in, in the floorboard of the Tesla cars. And because they're using ribbons, it actually decreases the weight of the automobile. It's just absolutely brilliant. And there's a really good example of habit of mind number eight in terms of imagination, creation, and innovation. Habit of mind number nine, taking responsible risks. Think about inventors or innovators or pioneers of the past. These people were high performers because they were willing to push beyond previously established limits. For example, the Wright brothers discovered powered man flight by investing the profits from their bicycle shop into the construction of the first aircraft. Interestingly, when they were testing their plane, they would bring enough parts to make fixes because they knew how often it would fail. Sticking with the airline theme, President of Southwest Airlines, Colleen Barrett, refused to furlough or fire any employees in the wake of 9-11, which resulted in the company being only one of two airlines turning a profit in the 12 months post 9-11. The other was JetBlue. Beyond that, she's taken the organization to new heights with her leadership. And is a, she's a really good example of a high performer that took responsible risks by not behaving impulsively, but rather knowing that not all risks are worth taking. And high performers are also really good at learning from setbacks because they believe setbacks are potentially growth producing. Entrepreneurs are a really good example of taking responsible risks, doing enough market research, giving enough time and attention, maybe even starting off um, their business as a side hustle rather than just, you know, throwing it out there to the wind and, and seeing what sticks. I know, I know personally I'm going through this where I'm effectively uh, running a consulting business part-time and I'm right in that in-between area of being able to potentially leave my full-time uh, teaching job and pursue the consulting business full-time, but I haven't checked enough boxes just yet, but rest assured that when I do, it will be a responsible risk that I'm taking. That's habit of mind number nine. Habit of mind number 10, learning continuously. High performers are continually and perpetually in learning mode. Their minds are constantly striving for improvement and the acquisition of knowledge. Ironically, most people confront learning with fear rather than with a spirit of mystery and wonder. And most people defend their biases and beliefs in the attempt to ground in certainty. High performers, on the other hand, welcome the unknown and rest in the knowledge that the highest form of learning is in the humility of knowing what we don't know. I wanna, I wanna repeat that. High performers welcome the unknown and rest in the knowledge that the highest form of learning is in the humility of knowing what we don't know. High performers are constantly consuming content, whether it's in the form of books, whether it's in the form of podcasts, they're constantly consuming content in the attempt to continually improve. That's habit of mind number 10, learning continuously. And as we wrap up the first episode of season three of the Quest for Life podcast, consider how you can apply one of these habits of mind to your life today. Perhaps you want to listen to others with greater understanding and empathy. If so, start today. Maybe you want to be less impulsive and take responsible risks. If so, start today. You might even want to embark on a quest of lifelong learning. Start today. Make the same commitment to yourself that other high performers do. They make and honor commitments to themselves today. 
and then they repeat that tomorrow. High performance isn't coincidental. It's consistency. It's living by specific habits of mind and doing that every single day. And as usual, it's food for thought, fellow questers. If you or someone you know is interested in learning more about leveling up your mindset so you can achieve peak performance in life and in business, contact me at thequestforlife.com to see if we'd be a good fit to work together. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining the conversation.